Hey guys, Jay Stryker here, professional bass angler. Hey everybody, I'm Wesley Strand, professional bass fisherman. Hey guys, my name is Rex El Ray from Action Hat and Fish Fresh. Hi, uh, this is Luke Clausen, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro. Hey guys, this is Jim Root, writer, Smallmouth Ninja. You're listening to On the Hook with Daryl Bars. What's going on, fishing folks? Welcome to another exciting episode of On the Hook Podcast. I am your host, Daryl Barras, and we have another great episode coming up for you right now. What we're going to be doing is talking boating and fishing security, primarily how to protect your gear using a product called Arachnet. Coming on the show is one of the brains behind the product Arachnet. We're talking to Michelle Adams today. Following Michelle, we'll be talking fishing with an expert bass fishing guide. He fishes the Harris Chains of Lakes in Florida, where he grew up and is catching them right now on frogs and bladed jigs. Mark Whitkoff is on the show today. So guys, stay tuned. This episode is jam-packed with information. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we'll have Michelle Adams on the show. All right, let's face it. Fishing apps are popping up everywhere, but they're here to stay. I've tried my fair share of them, and along the way, I found Angler. Angler is like a combination of all of my favorite fishing tools under one roof. Angler has taken my boat electronics, weather reports, fishing logbook, and a whole community of other like-minded fishermen and placed it all inside my smartphone, tablet, and desktop for free, giving me a powerful fishing tool to record, learn, compete, and collaborate with other serious anglers. Look, Angler is not just another fishing app. It allows me to connect optional Bluetooth devices that keep me off my phone and record all the fishing information for me. I've been fishing with the Angler Bullseye for over two months now, and I've recorded all of my catches and waypoints by just clicking the bullseye button. It's that simple to get all the fishing information I need. I just focused on fishing, and Angler did the rest. The best part is that all of the information that I did record is completely private and saved securely on my Angler account. So are you ready to give it a try? Just head over to angler.com. That's A-N-G-L-R.com. 100% free to join, 100% free to use. Hey everyone, Aaron here from Woo Tungsten. We get asked all the time, why did we call it Woo Tungsten? What we did is we wanted a brand that we could have some fun with. We're anglers ourselves building a brand in a community for other anglers around an amazing product. We were super tired of spending a ton of money on high-end tungsten and having it chip after just half a day. We've got some of the toughest paint in the industry, some of the best weight designs that come from some of our elite anglers to make sure that we've got one of the best products at the best prices for you, at the same time, making a brand in a community that's gonna make you yell woo on and off the water. We couldn't be more proud of what we've done. We love what we're doing, and you will too. Check us out, wootungsten.com. All right, so I'm sitting here with Michelle Adams. How are you doing today, Michelle? I'm doing excellent. How about yourself? Uh, I can't complain. It's a nice, beautiful day here in Florida. Uh, yes, it is. I'm sure it is. All right, so you are one of the brains behind Arachnet. Uh, can you tell our listeners exactly what it is? Arachnet is a web alarm system with eight hooks that has an on-off switch and a key fob. So you use the eight hooks, and you can strategically place them anywhere around the net. So they're all adjustable, totally adjustable, and she's a motion-sensored alarm. So she's a seismic-sensitive alarm system, and she's in the shape of a spider. So the webbing, the net, is it looks like a spider web. So when my husband first uh, had the uh, thought to create this motion sensor alarm, which can give you um, anywhere reliability, anytime security. 
So at any time, anywhere, it creates a secure environment for anything that you need to tie down or pull on a truck, ATV, or trailer. Um, he was in uh, Hurricane Katrina, and uh, he was at Hurricane Katrina. He was working with uh, Homeland Security team at the time, and he needed to bring ladders and equipment everywhere he went. But as you know, there was a lot of looting and a lot of issues going on at that time. And so every time he left his truck with ladders in it, he was concerned about the security. So what he did was he called me on the phone because he was limited resources. And he said, this is what I need you to find. And so that was before um, Google search was so accessible. And so I started trying to find a web. And what I found was a red web that looked like a spider web. And it's a bungee searchable, adjustable web. And um he said, I, and then that's, I found that web. And then he said, I need a motion sensor, like something that if you shook it, you know, it would, it would go off. He's like, I can't find anything like it on the internet. I can't find anything like it, no matter who I talk to or call. Nobody has anything like that at a tool supply store, Home Depot or anything. So um, we started looking. Well, the only thing we found was a, a little motion sensor uh, that I could, I resourced China. And I said, well, this is what we found. So we had it shipped and delivered to him. And then um, he he Velcroed it basically together. And people are like, oh, my gosh, you need to patent that. You need to patent that. So we started doing the research in the patent. And um, there was nothing like it, like as we suspected. And so that's and so it looked like a spider web. So we thought, you know, the the most infallible spider of all the spiders is um, a, a Black Widow. So initially we were Black Widow security system and that is, you know, how we, um, that's our business name technically. But the product is actually the ArachNet and um, that is kind of the story. See, that's outstanding how the idea came to be. So basically it's a net that looks like a spider web that you could pretty much net around your belongings and the, motion detector that, puts, that you put in the middle of it or wherever you want to put it is going if somebody lifts it up or try to move it, it the alarm goes off absolutely it's um it's an adjustable it's fully adjustable when i say adjustable i mean the web can be attached with the hook at any point so you can uh go in three spaces and hook it there and stretch it across a smaller piece of merchandise or a smaller trailer or a grill or a, anything on your campsite or um, or you can go all the way out and stretch it across a truck. With the ArachNet, one thing that uh, I'm watching the videos online and I'm looking at your product. And one thing that I saw that stuck out was the fact that I believe it was on, it was on a boat going down the river and the alarm was not going off with the vibration. So well, how sensitive is the alarm actually going to be? Okay, so we have a lot of people want to use it on a boat on the water. And we have done a lot of field testing with that. And we have experimented with, it, with that at length. And that was not floating. I mean, that was in a boat slip, but it was not um, in motion. So it was just gotcha. in a boat slip. And it seemed what we were finding was that it seemed like that, that flow of the water was one thing, you know, but then the mm. minute that we stepped on the deck of the boat, it went off. So it was like a disturbance in that rocking motion. It just seemed if it took it too far, 
then it was just, it, it, it ignited the alarm. Now, the one thing that I was going to tell you was that um, you can use it in dry dock. We encourage people to use, you know, when they raise their boats up, we encourage people to use it in that manner. Um, it would only be like it was really valuable and you were on the water and you want it and nobody was going to be coming on and off your boat. We can use it in that capacity. But the one thing that I was going to uh, let you know, a lot of people have questions about wind. And, um, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing. And it did not go off in wind testing that we did. It went off in 40 mile an hour wind gusts. So that was the limit at a 40 mile an hour wind gust. That is when the wind could set off the alarm, but any disturbance at all, I mean, the slightest, um, vibration, uh, disturbance can, can cause the, um, alarm to set. So we're pretty confident that it will definitely be a deterrent. So we're, we feel like as a car alarm is 120 decibel, that was exactly our goal was that it would be the exact same as a car alarm. So that's how loud it is that we felt like that this could deter theft in many, many different environments. So right now, if you're in the parking lot of a restaurant or you're in the parking lot of a rest area and you're traveling with your kayak, your ATV, your bass boat, your trailer, whatever it is that you want to haul from point A to point B or whatever you want to protect in a, you know, in a sedentary state, like say a mower in the yard or a golf cart. We have a lot of people buy them for their golf cart. So because um, oftentimes people can't fit golf carts in a, in a covered space. So they set it outside, you know, they have a place in their backyard, they park it or they park it in a carport. Well, as you and I both know, it's pretty easy to steal a golf cart. So some people just drape it over the steering wheel of their golf cart. Um, we, ha we ride Harleys and what we do is we remove the spider and from the net and we can just set the, the spider on the seat of our Harley and it is totally undisturbed. You know, it, it will totally protect the bike. Because you can't move my bike without moving the spider. So she's functional in in so many different ways. On the net, off the net, on on a tent. If you want to put, um, you know, just the spider, if you want to strap it on the front of your tent, you absolutely can so that no one can unzip the door. Um, it's I can't think of any way, any application that you cannot use it, honestly and truly. If you want to protect something in the outdoors, I say wholeheartedly that the arachnid is worth a try. Now, we offer, um, you know, a return policy. So if people got it and they weren't satisfied with it and it didn't do what you wanted it to do, within 30 days, you can return it free, you know, free of charge. We'll, we'll refund your money completely. But I don't think, I think many people are going to be very happy about their purchase. But um, here's an, an example. Okay, so I have... My truck all rigged, my boat rigged up and ready to go. I'm heading to the water, and I stop at the tackle shop. Um, yes. The arachnid is already on the bed of my truck protecting my, my rods. Um, do I set the alarm thin with the fob and then walk yes. away? And then it's, it, if if somebody touches it or disturbs it, the alarm goes off. Yeah, how absolutely. would I turn it off, or how long would the alarm, alarm actually sound? Um, the, the alarm sounds for 30 seconds, and then it stops and resets itself, and so it's armed and ready to go again. So say you were someplace um, for, you know, you were in a restaurant for an hour, okay? You, um, you've set your, you set your um, 
alarm with your key fob when you went into the restaurant. You hear the 120 decibel alarm go off and you look and you check. You don't see anybody. So whoever it is has, has run away. You, it will go off for the 30 seconds and then it's reset. And then if someone else tries to come and disturb whatever it is, it, it's ready to go again. So it'll continue to, um, it'll continue to go off and for the life of the battery. And it is a nine volt battery. And one of the indicators when you press the key fob, if you don't hear that chirping sound, much like you do when you set the alarm on your car, if you don't hear the chirping sound, that means your nine volt is, if you hear a clicking, your nine volt is dead. So then you know, okay, well, it needs a new battery. Um, and the, um, the most important thing I think is your on off switch. There is a separate on off switch on the bottom of the motion sensor. So you turn it into the on position when you click on there. That's a pivotal thing. People don't, you know, remember to turn it on off. And, you know, we've had one or two people call and go, I can't get it to work. And we're like, okay, well, is she in the on position? You know, and it's like, Something oh. as simple as turning it on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's as simple as turning it on and pressing your key fob. The red button on the key fob arms it. It's ready to go. Outstanding. Well, I think it's an amazing product. Uh, personally, theft is something that you see quite often in the fishing industry, uh, from the back of trucks to your boats. And something that protects your belongings is, is something that's an investment that you should do that's well worth it. Um, Absolutely. So if possible, tell people where they can go and buy the product and how much it costs. Okay. Um, right now, we are online at arachnet.net. Arachnet.net. That's A R A C H N E T dot N E T. And um, you can look on Facebook. I believe we have a coupon code right now that um, gives you uh, 25% off. Um, so if you go on Facebook and like us, you can look through. Um, there's a coupon out there that's going to work. So 25% off. It's $129.99 plus shipping and handling. And I believe we have a 25% off coupon right now. So um, if you have, if you have any questions at all, you can email me at michelle at arachnet.net and I'd be glad to help you however I can to answer your questions. That is totally awesome, Michelle. Now, dude, thank you for coming on today. But before we go, I know you're a fairly new company, but is there any other product in the pipeline for the future for Arachnet? There absolutely is. Um, we have a Gen 2 product that we're working on right now, and um, that will have an app with it. But again, if it has an app that rings back to your phone, there's additional costs. So it stands right now, we feel like this is a pretty strong deterrent. And a lot of people would like that connectivity to your phone because we're the age of apps. And um, we do want to offer that to people. But we are saying that the Arachnet first gen will work just as well as the Arachnet second gen. It's just upgraded features. So And it's an additional cost. So um, I want to encourage everybody to give Arachnet a try and the first generation. And don't wait because right now you're being stolen from. You know, uh, coolers are the number one most stolen thing in America right now are Yeti coolers. Well, Yeti cooler was $500. You know, how many Yeti coolers are you willing to sacrifice before you spend the $129 on an Arachnet? That's always my question. <laughs> always my question. <laughs> Um, because, you know, equipment in the fishing, hunting and outdoors industry 
is very costly. And even though the application that this was designed for was a practical application of work, um, when we discovered the need for it in the outdoors and everybody was coming to us saying, you need to get this in the outdoor, these people, the fishermen need it, the, you know, ATV archery guys need it. And, um, so we were, we were just responding to a need because at first when we designed this, it was not for fun. It was for definitely for work. So, um, we just feel like that, um, we, this current product can help everyone. But yes, Gen 2 is on its way and we are working on an app and we are working on the electronics right now and we're just trying to keep it affordable, cost-effective and long-term because her battery in the next gen will be um, rechargeable. Um, There'll be a lot of features on there that people will really like. So a rechargeable battery versus having to replace the battery. But because of the demand on the battery, having the application having um, Bluetooth capacity and all that, it requires more battery life. So we've had to develop her um, along and along. You know, we've, we've saw the need, saw the requirements of the need, and then now we're trying to develop according to. So. Outstanding. Well, Michelle, you have a fan in me, and I hope a lot more people will listen to this podcast and understand that this is a product that will protect your belongings, where you, whether you're outdoors or, you know, protecting your kayaks or your, your car or your, your fishing gear is something that will protect the things that you have invested in. So, again, you have a, a really good fan in me and, and I hope for the best for you. Well, we like to say that we have anytime security, anywhere reliability, and that's what we offer. So thank you. And I appreciate your time and you have a terrific day. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. All right, fishing folks, we're going to take a real quick break. But when we come back, we will have Mark on. He's going to be talking about fishing the Harris Chain of Lakes. Stay tuned. Howdy from Texas. This is Heath Hipple with Bugs Fishing. Bugs are fishing lures that are tied like flies. They're great for sight casting because they land softly, look alive in the water, and imitate what the fish are feeding on. Please visit BugsFishing.com to learn more, and that's Bugs with two Gs. You can also see everything I'm tying on the Bugs Fishing Instagram and Facebook pages. Remember, tied like flies, fish like lures, bugs catch fish. Catch you later. Everyone's going crazy over the Ned Rig, but the Ned Rig is not for everyone. That is, until now. See the new Ned EWG by Lifted Jigs gives you the power of the Ned Rig with the convenience of being weedless. And it comes in multiple colors to match your bait of choice. But that's not all that Lifted Jigs has to offer. The jigs are made with premium skirts, are hand-tied, and built with the sharpest hooks in the business. And my favorite, the 38 Swim Jig, gives an unbelievable swimming action. But don't take my word for it. Check out the new Ned EWG, the 38 Swim Jig, and all the other fish-catching lures by Lifted Jigs at LiftedJigs.com. And tell them on the hook fishing sent you. All right, so my next guest is Mark Wyckoff. He's a, a fishing guide in the Harris Chain of Lakes here in Florida. And it was just amazing how we how we met. We were in Bass Pro Shops, and I have a Wu Tungsten shirt because, of course, they're a sponsor of the podcast. And he's sponsored by Wu Tungsten as well. And we just got to talking, and we realized we were Facebook friends. So, uh, Mark, how are things going with you? Everything is going good. Um, as, as you said, I'm a fishing guide here on the Harris Chain of Lakes. Um, we have uh, basically, like, 50,000 acres of water. We have uh, seven lakes on the Harris chain. And um, I 
primarily target largemouth bass. So that's what I do. Um, I'm also a full-time firefighter EMT in a uh, community here in Central Florida and Lake County. Outstanding. So you guide off of the Harris Chain of Lakes. Now, all lakes of the lakes created equal, or do you like some more than others? Um, it just depends on the time of year. Um, I mean, you know, I like fishing, um, fishing techniques, rattle traps, chatterbaits, power fishing frogs, like hollow body frogs. I mean, you can flip, flip like plastics and the heavy cover reeds, stuff like that. Essentially, all the lakes here are pretty decent, though. So when it comes to guiding, I know it takes a lot of patience when you're out there with clients and, you know, you have to put them on fish. Yes. Um, <laughs> what about guiding gives you satisfaction? Why did you choose guiding as your career profession? Um, I would say that um, ever since I was probably four years old, I've been fishing. And um, about two years ago, I went to school and got my captain's license. I have a, I hold a OUPV six-pack Coast Guard license. Um, I I really enjoy helping people. You know, helping people. You know, understand fishing. It could be um, just little subtle changes, or it could be drastic changes. What I would suggest them to do to make their time in the water more productive. So let's get into that. Let's talk fishing. It's the dog days of summer right now. It is extremely hot here in Central Florida. You know, I'm not too far about 45 minutes uh northeast of where you are so you know it's fishing is not easy right now because the heat you know changes a lot of stuff so what are you throwing right now to help you put your clients on fish okay um i use a few baits right now um for the summertime uh basically summertime it's kind of hard to not use a frog uh, if you walk outside you go near the lake or a river or something you're gonna hear frogs croaking you know etc so um, I use a lot of hollow body frogs, some soft plastic frogs, uh, regular uh, regular soft plastics, such as Cinco's, trick worms, stuff like that. Um, also some chatter baits and some lipless crankbaits. So when it comes to frog fishing, you know, there's a bunch of different frogs on the market. Yeah. Is there any particular one that stands out to you or do you just, you know, you go and buy frogs for different te- for different situations? Um, do you have a, a whole tackle box of assorted frogs or do you stick with, you know, one or two? Um, actually I use, um, one of my sponsors is Big Dog Baits. They're out of, um, Floral City, Florida. They have, um, two frogs in their lineup. You got the big bully frog and then as a smaller frog that they sell. And then um, I use also Vexen. They have a uh, popping ninja frog and just a regular frog. Those have been pretty, pretty common staples that I use currently. Yeah, I've, I've heard of those Vexen frogs. I haven't tried one myself, but I heard really good things about them. They, they seem to really catch some fish. Yes. Now, um, you know, frog fishing requires a heavier set of, of rods and uh and your reels, you know, high pound test line. So what's your setup when you're doing your frog fishing? Um, usually what I use is a, a seven, so medium heavy, extra fast Vexen rod with a loose bait casting reel. Uh, with like either a seven, five to one gear ratio or an eight, eight speed gear ratio. And then I usually will pair that with like 40 pound braided line or 50. 50 pound braided line. All right. And if the frog bites not on or you're not in an area where a frog might produce, uh, do you switch to a chatterbait or do you strictly go wacky, wacky rig? What's your next step? Uh, the next lure you would choose besides a frog? Um, another thing what I would use is say like just a regular Cinco. I mean, you can skip that around docks. You can fish it near weeds, uh, hydrilla edges. You can fish it offshore. 
it's a very versatile bait. They have many companies that sell them. Also, uh, big dog baits, they have the dog bone. They have that in various sizes. Uh, let's big dog baits. I've never heard of that company. It's a Florida company. And what, what else do they offer besides, you know, like the frog you mentioned in, in the, the Senko style baits? Yes, they have um, an assortment of baits. They have um, many like creature type baits for flipping. They have um, like big, big swimmers, like a, uh, like a, like a five inch swimmer swim bait. They have uh, trick worms. They have some new stuff in the making, and they're actually waiting on a new mold system to come in. And they're going to be having a lot more options. And where can you find more information about them? Do they have a website, or can you, are they available on Tackle Warehouse? Or should we? Um, they're not. They're not available. They're not available on Tackle Warehouse yet. I know they're trying to be um, branch out to them, but um, you come out at BigDogBaits.com. And they're also on Facebook and Instagram. Now, I want to get back on this guiding thing because many people growing up are saying, you know, I want to be a tournament angler. I want to, you know, fish the Bassmaster Classic or the FLW Cup and hold up a check. But you chose to guide people and put them on fish. Um, Have you ever had aspirations of being a tournament angler? Um, I would say not really because of my schedule um, with my main job, with me being a firefighter EMT. Uh, it requires long hours that I'm at work. So, um, you know, at this point in time, I would say no, but you never know about the future. So if, if I were to book you as a, a client for you to take me out on fish, what do I need to do? What should I bring as far as tackle goes and and what do you carry for the client? What do I provide? Um, basically, the only thing the customer would need is if they are over 16 years of age, they would need a Florida fishing license. You can purchase those at um, most of the tackle shops or like a Walmart sporting goods center. Um, if they want to bring a like a soft sided cooler with some drinks, some snacks, some ca- uh, camera, some sunscreen, that's pretty much it. Uh, provide uh, lures, tackle, rods and reels, and experience. So, is there any rules on your boat? You know, some people say no bananas on the boat. Uh, or no banana products or banana scents or smells. Um, do you have any rules that the clients must know that you just don't tolerate? Um, I would say nothing illegal. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a fairly easy guy to get along with. So um, I'm here to uh, just help everyone, you know. Oh, definitely. So where can people learn more about your, your guy's service and, and look you up to fish the Harris Chain of Lakes? Yes. It, uh, my Internet website is CPR basscharters.com and also i'm on facebook and instagram you can search the uh, cpr bass charters on that and also i write the uh, harris chain fishing forecast for orlando coastal angler magazine so i do appreciate you coming on i know it was just a fluke that we met each other in bass pro shops the other day so i'm, I'm happy that you know i got to put a face to the name and we to have you on the podcast to talk fishing but in the future i definitely want to come on we're going to be doing some technique specific podcasts about different lures and different techniques and if you can you know relay some of your your knowledge of fishing to some of our listeners i will really appreciate it yes sir absolutely i'm looking forward to it good deal mark thanks again for coming on i know it's uh kind of early for you had a late night at work but thanks again and i do appreciate it all righty thank you sir
All right, fishing folks, there you have another great podcast episode for you guys. I hope you all enjoyed it. Thanks again to Mark and Michelle for coming on and sharing their story and with their products and what they have going on. Fishing folks, if you can, please go to our Facebook page, our Facebook group page. They're both on the hook fishing, Instagram on the hook under slash, uh, excuse me, underscore fishing. And, you know, like our stuff, we have contests and a whole bunch of giveaways that we do quite often. So check us out, like us and share. Um, until next time, guys, tight lines and big fish.